All right, what? welcome back no. to Tuesday Night Gaming. <laughs> Unwanted Fast Pregnancy Edition. I think very much wanted, but still a fast Yeah, how dare you? Hard, hard, to say how, hard to say how wanted it was. Edition. I wanted it. I don't think it. she wanted it to be that fast. You wanted it, Jay? That's weird. I did want it. Oh, wow. in these crazy kids. With Jay, okay, well, Zach, Matt, and Alana. Yeah. Today we're talking about WandaVision episode three. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but first we have a throwback story. Okay. Oh, gosh. Here's the story. Longtime listeners of the podcast may remember (laughs) that we saw Moulin Rouge in the summer of 2019 uh, in New York City. Yes, we did. We did. And recently I was reading an article about COVID and how it affected the cast and crew of the show. And one of the actors in it whose name is Sar and Gauja, and I looked up how to pronounce that, so I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Henri Toulouse-Lautrec. He was one of the, like, bohemians. Anyway, the article said that he'd been keeping busy during COVID as the voice of Doomfist. Uh. <laughs> so it is so we saw more Doomfist likely in than person. not. On no, Broadway. On Broadway. Oh, Broadway. I shouldn't have hit Q. <laughs> <laughs> Please hit Q. So he said Q. What is happening? What does Q do? What is the uh, Q yeah. do that you do? It used up my ult while I was in spawn. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops. Are you... Tell uh, me when you guys end your game. So I can join. Oh, uh, okay. Really, really so, soon. It's doing the countdown music. So today we're talking about... Because we're doing great. We're, I died. <laughs> so we're doing a WandaVision episode... Three with would be which is set in the seventies and the beginning is like the Brady Bunch opening. I think well, it's is Partridge Family and Brady Bunch combined. Oh, that is what Mom said. She was like, it "Could be the Partridge Family." It's both. Uh, the so if you look at the way they set up the set, the outside area is more Partridge Family organized, while the interior is more um, Brady Bunch. And the theme song and all the intro is very much a hybrid of the two. The theme song is Something's Cooking. Oh, like a bun in the oven? Oh, like that's a right. Bun, yeah. that's, what the, that's what the words, the lyrics are. It's like, well, Something's I've, Cooking. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen the Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family, so I'll take Jay's word for it. Also, for some reason, when they were like hanging out together, they reminded me of Sonny and Cher, which I think is oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the same time like, frame. Yeah, it's the same time like, frame. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a doctor. Well done. So, <laughs> so there's a doctor who Me has too, all these Anna. fruit metaphors. 26. Nice. Yeah, 26. <laughs> all right. Jay in the game? Jay in the game? Sorry, I got, uh, we got to leave as a group. Yep. So there okay. was the time jump to the 60s as well. It's suddenly the 60s. 70s? 70s. Yeah. Okay. 70s. It's supposed to be 70s, I think. Yeah. Okay. 60s was last time. Matt, you should watch Mad Men, and then you would know. I did watch Mad Men. I couldn't stay with it. <laughs> Mad Men is oh, a Mad Men is a historical because anyway, the what? ad campaign for Lucky Strikes um, that they're toasted so actually came about in the forties. Yeah. Maybe they just kept it going for That's a while. True. You mean yeah, it's like the, a TV show and they get facts wrong? It's like an alternative timeline. I, I just like Nick picking the most minor of things. <laughs> you know, Alana loves Mad Men more than like, 
I mean, I like Mad Men, but I never said it was historically accurate. Mm. So you admit you love something that's not accurate? What? Love is blind and also historically accurate, apparently. frequently, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Once he loves me. (laughs) So the doctor visits. Yes, the doctor talked about fruit. Yes, and I have to tell you guys that as the only person here, I assume, who has been through pregnancy and delivery, that that part about the fruit is played for laugh is like the the woman's mind can't handle the complex issues. But people they still use that metaphor today, and I and I assure you that all of the pregnancy groups that my wife are, are part of they talk about they talk about that and they share the sizes. So it is a real thing. I like yeah, how you say you've oh been. God. I like how you say you've been through pregnancy. <laughs> I have been through pregnancy. As close <laughs> as a man can get. Yeah, all our friends use it. Well, all my friends who have been pregnant have used it <laughs> and been like, hey, yeah. now it's a grapefruit. Yeah, which okay. is like, I don't know. Which is fine. I mean, it gives you a good idea of the size. You immediately envision what size a grapefruit is, and you're like, oh, it's that size. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. I guess, I guess so. I don't, I never felt like, A, I really needed to know the size, and B, that fruit was the best way to do it, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Know. Whatever like works for you. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Doing this just killed me. Clear indication without having to really over overwork your mind about. Because if you are curious of that type of thing, then you're just like, okay, kiwi, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. kiwi or some other kind of fruit. You really need to go get together. So then, Wanda and Vision argue about names. They wanted to be Billy, or she wanted to be. He's Billy, and he wants it to be he Tommy. Tommy, I don't know. And I was like, why is she naming him after her brother? Two F. Because yeah. she never mentions her brother <laughs> until the until, until, yeah. until later. Well, she never. She yeah. hasn't mentioned her brother well, since he died. Ever in any Ever? of the Marvel in MCU, any of the movies? none of the MCU. P- pieces has she ever mentioned Pietro? Pietro is never mentioned by anyone in the MCU yeah. after he's dead. I just mentioned she, now. Just, <laughs> Except for this time. Yeah, this well, is the that's first time saying. he that's ever mentioned. Which is why it's a big thing. So she never yeah. would have met, named him after Pietro because basically, and this is part of... He's been forgotten? Well, no. she. It's such a traumatic <laughs> event that she doesn't want to be reminded of it. I mean, it's... So the theory is that's also why she starts to lose her accent because she doesn't want to be... Re- she doesn't really want to recall that painful period, and she just wants to be an Avenger, an American, because then that whole... Forget the past. Yeah. Kill it if you have to. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah. Speed of getting killed. Yeah, lost I hate watching play of the game. <laughs> That's right. I'll fall on point. Um, so, so Wanda's powers... So Wanda's powers activate, and they knock out the power, and Vision kind of starts to figure out that they're Something's off. There's also the part where uh, he Vision wants to name uh, Billy after okay. William Shakespeare because all the world's a stage because they're on a stage. They're on a TV right. show. Right. Nothing's yep. real. And the other significance of those names are that they're from the comic books. Um, no. Yeah, get out of here, right? Um, <laughs> I believe. never could have seen that coming. Big of true. So they're, so they're the names of Wanda's first set of twins. First uh, set of that, twins. Yeah, so she had 
twins that were create. She ended up creating, um, and she uses parts of Mephisto's or the devil's uh, soul in order to create them. And eventually, he takes them back, and she goes into a whole lot of trauma, and which brings us to uh, House of M story, where she can't handle the trauma of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, a lot of people are to speculating. <laughs> a lot of people are but speculating yeah. that Mephisto is going to be the big bad behind it all. Yeah. So previously, when they're doing the heart dinner, there's uh, the wine bottle has the House of M wine bottle. So. There's like little hints that it's tied in together. But yeah, so Billy and Tommy are a major significance to the Wanda Maximoff story. We also Power Rangers. They eventually get <laughs> resurrected and they end up becoming Wiccan and Speed. One oh, has... Wiccan! Oh, him I know. <laughs> and they become the Young Avengers, which is why it's such a big deal because now that they're bringing in Ms. Marvel and Kate Bishop, potentially maybe they will be around to join the Young Avengers, aka Marvel Phase 5 6. Oh my god. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> I, I said I wasn't going to ramble, so I'm not going to. I'm done. Too um, late. Okay, okay um, Jay, I actually really appreciate that one because I knew what you were talking about. I, like I, I'd rather have rambling about upcoming characters than like the number 23 is also like the number 23 of this thing. Number 57 I mean? was the first appearance of Vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah perfect that. example. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so then her, Wanda's water breaks, thus interrupting Vision as he's and trying to figure raining. it out. Get but he it. also says, isn't there a part where someone says, it's something's wrong, reset? Yeah, so Vision, well, this is. So this is after he goes outside. Mm -hmm. uh, so at one point he goes outside um, to walk the doctor out. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, uh, and that guy is like hedge trimming into a brick wall. Yep. So Herb is trimming the, taking care of the exterior facade, right? And then it, suddenly he kind of zoned. It looks like he's kind of zoned out, but then also mm. very focused on cutting down this yellow wall, much like the mine stone. Just saying. Yeah, okay, Jay. It's a bit of a stretch, but we'll we'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, he's basically trying to break down, cut through the wall, uh, to get out of, and then he notices that he goes back inside, and that's where you get it, where he's like, what? And he's like, oh wait, no. So the whole time skip happens like towards the end of the episode. I'm getting ahead of myself. Con <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, so the water breaks. About, yeah. And we uh, get a commercial for Hydra. No, soap. no, you're you're skipping over so much. That's like the yeah. You're skipping over how they uh -huh. talk about. She's suddenly uh, pregnant, and weird stuff happens. And they like, work on the nursery. Um, right. And if you you look, she she's actually building two cribs. So what? she knew. I really. What? Yeah. So if you actually look, watch the episode, like. She's actually, she's putting together <laughs> one, right? She puts the cushion in and all that, but there's another crib in the corner. Let's all right, okay. In the corner. I go watch that. All right. It's so not fully put. It's yeah. fully put together, but it's not like furnished or anything. Mm. Yeah. So that's why this episode didn't do much for me. Is that it was like all pregnancy all the time. Yeah. Oh, forbid someone get pregnant. No, it's not that. Oh. It was just like 
It's sexist. It was, I don't know. Why is it, it was sexist? Weird. It because was if you don't know what to do with the female uh, TV show character, you make her get pregnant. See also Agent Scully. But the show just started. The yeah, show just started and it's you, a major it makes plot it even line. worse. It's a major plot line. <laughs> the writers were like, thrown in there. The writers <laughs> were like writing plot. the concept of the show and we're like, oh shit, we're already out of ideas. <laughs> we yeah, had two right? episodes. Yeah, this is a good run. I know. Yeah, I we, we really last... only had material for two episodes. We got to the 70s and We're going to do all gags about how we have to cover up her pregnancy, which eventually happens this episode. Yes, but let's does. just do this for a whole season. <laughs> no, it, it's a major plot line. No, next Anyways, episode so they're yeah. gonna be at college, and that's where they talk about Billy and Tommy and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's drawing the stork on the wall. Mm. And um, which eventually plays into it later, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh yes, yes, <laughs> the, the very strange, surreal stork. Uh, yeah. I have another thing about. I have another thing about pregnancy which is that the breathing exercises are not really very helpful <laughs> get on the point you're not, you're not really that's not really how you're supposed to do them but i guess uh, yeah but it's, it's what everyone thinks of when they think of pregnancy true well everyone thinks of breathing exercises but that's not the, the actual exercises are not kind of accurate but whatever yeah mm. yeah i don't have any more notes until hydra soak so carry on okay so i just know here then i'm going next right. we have vision practicing the diaper change with a brady bunch doll uh it is a kitty carry all which is cindy's favorite doll in the brady bunch they have a whole episode about how she loses and what a kind of chaos happens because of that and as they search for it that's when we have the powers going haywire when she starts having her um her her contractions and her stuff fake like that. Contractions, yeah. The Braxton Hicks contractions, another yes. real another real thing. I we see that the, all all the town goes kind of haywire. Um, so it's not just her town that. Oh, uh, all, yeah. So it's not just her immediate vicinity. She's actually impacting the whole entire um, town. Uh, yes. Prior to that, we have her in the bedroom uh, with the nursery. In the office slash nursery where she causes, when she says uh, the feeling is making her fluttery, she cha accidentally causes her mobile to turn into actual butterflies, uh, thereby showing that uh, she doesn't always have full control of her powers. Again, it's another emphasis mm -hmm. on that where she can be influenced. Um, we also... So I like the part where her water breaks and then it starts raining in the house and... All over the place. Yeah. All over the world. Well, it was also funny. Yeah, it's the sprinkler system. Right, because then that's later on. Uh, uh, what? Uh, it's later on what? Gerald, Geraldina mentions that her all her pipes were also burst. So it ties those two together. Well, that was her explanation about why it was raining inside. Yeah, right, right. as opposed to just magic. That's not magic what actually not happened. Real. Right, well, yeah. Geraldine mentions it happened in her apartment. Yeah, because it's magic. Yes, but I'm just saying. Yes. But then we also learned that Geraldine doesn't actually have a home. No, she doesn't. Oh. Like yeah. She's a liar. She's a spy. We'll, we'll, she's we'll a sword that out later. spy. Yeah. 
But we also get the point where we see Dottie's home and we see that the power goes out there. We see Dottie asking Phil, who is now confirmed to be her husband, which is actually a big deal. Who's Dottie? Dottie, the blonde town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, the the guy with the mustache? Yeah. The loser. A glorious mustache. Yeah. The one who gets fired. Uh, So this is actually kind of a big deal because in the comics... Phil Jones is married to a magic a user from a multi from another universe, uh, Arcana. Uh, and Arcana eventually comes to our world and joins this uh, Justice Supreme or something like that. Uh, Squadron Supreme. There you go. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> so it so it links the fact that Dottie is another potential magic user and a strong one at that from another universe. So thereby incorporating the idea that. Her, Doctor Strange will also be part of a multiverse type situation and thereby connecting those links. But it also is important because Dottie, well, Phil and Arcana in the story of the Marvel comics also have two kids who eventually who die at an infant. So the idea is that someone is trying to bring together a lot of magic users who will either have kids or in order to have kids. Right, trying to get them to have kids. Kind of like I said before, it seems a little weird that they're all coming together, like last week or something, when I mentioned it's kind of weird that they're coming together. Um, Children! How much of that do you think is going to be in the show? (laughs) Uh, So, if you look at uh, the... There's hints to it. uh, In that... If you look at the lamp in... Phil, in the living room of Dottie and Phil, you can see a lamp uh, with two kids on it, uh, kind of bringing that all together. Uh, so it's a good potential that it's going to happen and um, that it's going to be tied in together, the whole idea of two kids, two kids, two kids. Uh, right. Uh, so that I... is actually amazing. So that little bit, which you think is just kind of like a throwaway, just, oh, universe building is actually of re- potential major significance. All right. I want to really want to see Marvel do a Squadron Supreme movie. Is it the best chance we have of having an actually good Justice League movie? As if Marvel oh, makes it? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Possibility. Uh, and then this is where uh, Vision goes outside, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's something odd. And then Wanda looks at him with concern, and she's like, well, tell me more. And he's like, well, you know, there's something wrong with this world. It seems like it's not just this one little issue that they're going to, we're going to be caught. It's going to be like potentially a lot more. And that's when the time skip happens. And that's when is his, he says something's wrong. Reset or does well, Wanda said, say reset? No, she doesn't. No one says anything. It just happens. Oh, okay. It just resets. Yeah. Uh, it stutters kind of like a, YouTube video, I uh, just kind of stutter <laughs> uh, for a second, for a hot yeah. second. Oh, yeah. And um, then it resets, and it he uses, complete, like, he, he follows a different script where he starts to say, there's definitely something wrong, or we there's concerning, and then he just changes up his whole story, and he never actually mentions, like, how the, the universe is wrong. It's just that yeah, he's like figuring it out is the point. Yeah, and someone, possibly Wanda, possibly someone else, uh, 
is trying to make sure that doesn't happen. If you look at Wanda's face while she's saying it the first time, she's very concerned. Like, uh-huh. but the second time she says it, she looks very calm and relaxed, almost uh, nonchalant. Right. And you can, so you're like, oh yeah, so okay, that shows that she was so- initially like ah, but now she's like, hey, I know where this is going. We're in the clear. Yeah, so, so guys, the question is, is Wanda doing this or is someone doing it to her? It might be. It's a little bit of both. I, like, I feel like because like, it's Marvel, they're going to have someone do it to her. There's someone's doing it to her, but she's not fighting it because she likes it. So well, yeah, it's like, my, it's like mine. She's kind of being mine. It's like for the man who has everything. Yes. For, perfect example of a much better story. <laughs> Whoa, wow. dude, come on. Hey, We're only three episodes I, in. Hey, it's, it's, no shade. it's no shade. It's written by Alan Moore. You can't do better than Alan Moore. Hey, you can. <laughs> it's a fantastic story so far. You're just okay. impatient. Much <laughs> like the rest of the internet. Um, <laughs> then we get... Uh, we get the real contractions. Uh... And Vision starts. Oh, uh, when, they, call, they go get Dr. Haddock. Yes, and, and he uh, can't Vision go to Bermuda because he's trapped in the town forever. Yeah. Yes. And Vision starts flying, and he can't control his flight. He's just kind of there because he's, he's nervous. Yep, um, which is kind of fun and nice. <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, how was I supposed to know um, that milestones mm-hmm. could be so random?" Oh, geez. Oh, man. Watch out for the Bob. You got plenty of, got plenty oh. of time. Going back to the moment where um, Wanda has her um, con- initial fake contractions, the Braxton contractions, I like uh-huh. that they freak out, run out into the living room, and they start doing their uh, Avenger Age of Ultron pose, where they're both right beside each other, and, they're, and the camera pans, and they also start encircling each other and they're both doing their hand shape so if you look at like the advertisement for and the cart the and the um statue and all that stuff that they had for it it's the exact same pose and it's exactly how the camera work is done for it it's really that's funny fun. it's a great little thing that they put mm. together for it um so she has so she has the birth and she pushes the baby out in one push very impressive Holistic. must be a superhero yeah mm-hmm. It's very realistic, as you know. Yeah, it's very almost realistic. like it's a dream. <laughs> it's all a dream. Well, well d- d- we already talked about, like, she changes her coat, and she has to do all this stuff to avoid getting found out by Geraldine, a.k.a. Dawn. Yeah. Did we talk about that already? Dawn. And the stork? Yeah, oh, no, we didn't really right? talk about that. Yeah, well, this is where we, that's where we are, so we can talk about that. I mean, I don't really have too much to say. I mean, it's, it's just sitcom tropes pro. of pretending that someone's not pregnant. Yeah. So the other thing is the, the whole stork, how she can't get rid of it, right? So she uses her mm-hmm. little hex magic to try to get rid of it, and it just shakes it off. Uh, so thereby connecting the idea that it's not just Wanda who is manipulating the world. It's someone else who is even more powerful, uh, who is right. able to control sure. certain parts of the universe. And I like the fact that when it goes back into the room... Um, if you look at the wall for a minute, second, um, mm-hmm. it's the outline of the stork. There's no actual painting of the stork. Yes. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. Well, it, it, the stork wasn't covering 
it a picture of itself? I thought it was. Yeah. No, no. So eventually it does, right? And that's where you can see it. But when it walks into the room while they're still outside of the room, um, you can get a quick moment of the wall and you just see the outline of a stork. You don't actually see a stork. It's just a white, it's like someone took a stencil of it. Okay. It's, okay. Cool. it's a nice little continuation for, for me for world building and timelining and stuff like that. Um, did we want to go back to the? No, uh, no, Zach, you no. want how to? No, edit? no, no, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, we can. I don't know. It was an ad. It was Hydra. Ooh. Well, apparently, Hydra Soak is some kind of um, mind control, mind control yeah. bullshit. So oh, that whole, okay. so the idea of Tahiti and the Bermudas and all that is obviously from Shield and Coulson going to Tahiti for his whole alien integration with the alien blood in order to recover yada 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 so it potentially connects that the aliens are a part of this universe um well we know they are but it shows yeah, how there are they a lot of aliens part of it and it like um, gamora right Rocket. and monica rambeau as a kid interacts with them when she's hanging out with um carol in the 80s 90s um but so it shows that the whole connection to Tahiti and Hydra as well as aliens. Um, it's, it's also where the soap, uh, where Coulson claims that the uh, Hydra makes you, when you're brain controlled by Hydra, they give you this blue soap that helps wipe out your memories. Okay. And that's why he uses, makes his own soap while he's in that fake rule world because he doesn't want his memories to be distorted. Ah, uh, yeah. So I knew it was something significant. <laughs> and in the cartoon animated intro of uh, episode two, one of the scene, one of the areas you can see is that they fly over a tropical island that looks a lot like Tahiti. So it's it's a running theme throughout this show. It seems like. Okay, yeah. So, all right, we'll, we'll skip back. So she get, she gives birth eventually. Vision shows his true face, and then is like, "Okay, I can see to Tommy." But then it yeah, all works but then, out. But then they have the next one, and they're like, "Oh, good, we get both." Yeah, and I guess uh, it actually makes sense that they didn't know they had two because it was everything was so rushed. Well, mm -hmm. I kind of thought that she just like spirited the second one into existence, like. Well, no, she spirited all of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, them. But like, like she wasn't going to until Vision wanted a different name. Does that make sense? It's, yeah, yeah it's I can see that. Good theory, Annie. Yeah. I like that. Um, we have... Um, so as she goes into pregnancy, the pictures and all that start freaking things, things out. Things get creepy, yeah. Typical Don't... ghost haunting stuff. But also to also for the Mephisto believers. Um, mm -hmm. it, How does he have oh it again? I don't know. He, uh, Everything he killed a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just face facts. He killed a lot of us. <laughs> a lot of good uh, men. It, the fl the fireplace bursts into flame, and is hot for it's like blasting hot to fire. Try. <laughs> yeah, blasting fire for a while until like she gives birth, and then the fire goes out suddenly, 
mm. which is partly why people think it might be like that's symbolizing coming from hell, taking the spirits from Mephisto and incorporating them into her babies. Yada, blah, blah, yay, yay. Future Young Avengers. Um, and then, so there's the part where Vision is going to talk to the neighbors and they're like whispering about something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's they're way more than all the pregnancy. Yeah, well, they're talking about that in Geraldine. Yeah, they're like, inside. oh, she doesn't have a house. Where'd she come from? Well, they're asking oh if God. she's in there. She just and walked right in there. Them. How could mm-hmm. she do that? Yeah, why is she the one who's going in to take care of this? And uh, did she actually go in? Is she talking to him? Are they friends? What, what's going on? Did you leave her alone with her? We don't know anything about her. She's not like folks around here because she's black. Wow. I'm saying. Is it a commentary? I mean, on the eighties, seventies, seventies, sure. I guess yeah. A statement that isn't really very controversial that people were racist in the seventies and also now. And the kind of throwaway line of Vision going, "Did you two lose powers too?" Was I think a hint that yeah, Agnes is a witch, and so Herb is. People are talking about how he might be actually the high evolutionary who actually yeah, right. births <laughs> or delivers or bova, the humanoid cow, hence episode two cartoon, hint to bova, uh, was the one who delivers Wanda and Pietro uh, initially from the experiments with Hydra and all that. And it works for Hydra, thereby incorporating Hydra once again into the whole picture of the background and life of Wanda Maximoff. Um, so it could be, but it's all the fact that the throwaway line is like saying, people think it's, or I think that it's a commentary of, oh, we're all actually powered people, but we are not using, we don't have our powers, but somehow Wanda does. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a lot to get from one line, frankly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it, 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 a lot of these one-liners, because, I mean, it just doesn't, it just sticks out rather harsh. To, it stuck out really hard to me. Yeah. Um, I seem to remember people were predicting that Coulson was going to become the living tribunal and stuff like that. All these predictions don't always end up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't believe that, but so. <laughs> okay. Still, 100 <laughs> percent okay so um, so things get creepy and then geraldine finally name drops pietro that's like yeah, well she's, she's she starts talking about twins? how she's a twin hey hey why can't i say it yeah you go hey for it then. yeah i like tw- pietro i actually do really like quicksilver the character but anyway yeah they're looking at the babies and she's like did you know i was a twin i had a brother mm-hmm. named pietro yeah geraldine's like Wow, really? Didn't Ultron kill him? No, no, no. She says it's a little bit more intense than that. What did you say? No, she said it pretty... I don't know. I thought she said it pretty casually. No, she's she's like, he was killed by Ultron. Like, all all serious. She's like, he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Yeah, she said wasn't he. Yeah. Yeah. She says it kind of casually, like she's kind of scared of what's going to happen, and she probably should have, and she should have been. Super casual. Yeah. Um... But the so Geraldine gets powdered. That's my that's yeah. my uh, note. Powdered? <laughs> what? Powdered. Like what turned into mean? dust. What are you like talking about? What? what are you talking about? What? Did you watch this episode? She gets some like a weird five meaning she thing. She gets kicked out of the universe or whatever. Okay. Yeah, she just I, gets I, booted. I don't know yeah. why I have that there, but did you guys notice that it, it 
the screen goes widescreen while that happens. Yes. It's hard to yes. miss because Wanda like pushes it apart. Yeah, so, cool. yeah for that scene. I thought so that meant goes, we were going oh. to the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes from a uh, flat aspect ratio to a scope aspect ratio or a uh, 4.3 to a um, traditional cinematic uh, aspect ratio for the screen. Um, so it goes from tropey yeah, happy TV show to right. more dramatic, theatrical, uh, darker <laughs> period, right? Um, All right. Yeah. I just want to point out we're doing really badly. Thanks, Zach. Are we playing the same people? No. No. Okay. Well, we are doing quite Okay, poorly. so yeah, Geraldine gets ejected into, like, the classic into the comic, actual comic book, you know, black helicopters, commandos running all over yeah. the place. Yeah, Cadillac Escalades pull up. Yeah, while Daydream Believer plays. Yeah, yes. what a great song. What a great song. <laughs> it's a great one. And and then that's our, our conclusion. What did we Is think it? of episode three? I like that it was it twin was, boys. It was it's, not. It's a statement very close to my heart. <laughs> it was okay. I didn't like it as much as the first two. Matt's going in, everybody. Yeah. Let's go. Steamroll. Why shouldn't I go in? We killed two of them. Yeah, I know. Three Should of I them. stand around and wait for them to respawn? Yes. No. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, uh, movies. I watched Palm Springs. It was good. Oh, yeah. And we watched yeah. News of the World. Great movie. <laughs> you did? It's is an okay movie. Yeah, News of the World. I didn't know you watched that. Recommended if you love Tom Hanks. Dad. Who doesn't? Yeah, you know, it wasn't, yeah, for, it wasn't very, it was like sort of edgy, but not edgy enough at the same time for being a movie about like a Confederate captain. Mm-hmm. You can be the captain and I can call the chart it's like tom hanks can't play a morally great character anymore he has to be the good guy <laughs> well, you, know, there were of, there, you know there were a lot of good people on both sides oh my god <laughs> stop <laughs> i know he's out he's out of office but the muse will never die Build the wall. Matt, do you want to ask rob your palm springs question uh i don't know am i going to get berated like i did last time you didn't get berated Okay. You just didn't uh, believe us. Great. Who did? What did? When? When the mother, mother? <laughs> on her first day, the oh. mother from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, uh, learned that she's in the time loop for the first day. She's whispers something to her sister, and it's never directly explained for the morons among us. It came me what exactly she said. So what did she say? Oh, I don't remember. Is it one of those like lost in translation things where everyone has their own interpretation, or is it just supposed to be obvious? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't well, well, want to know. I haven't seen it in this movie in months, so and I, I was kind of indifferent about it. So. Oh, okay. Indifferent about it. That's almost yeah. worse than not liking it. I, I the agree. opposite of love. Whoa. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. It was very, it was derivative because it was a lot like Groundhog Day. It was like story beat by story beat. Um, I mean, I guess there's a few changes, but like it's still like the curmudgeon guy stuck in there and 
the love story and it's hitting all the same beats it's about what would you do what would you do if you had infinite time and you could do whatever you wanted with the consequences some consequences yeah like what like slight consequences like this is the movie with andy <laughs> yeah. samberg right yeah that's right it's on hulu anyone see pop star yeah yeah i like it so much better it's so much better. a great movie i thought it was really good yeah, it's Everyone pretty. It's pretty good. Too, was like it's bad. No, I didn't it's like when it's he holds great. a penis. <laughs> well, that part is pretty memorable. I'm like, it's it's like commentary. I don't know, satire. Yeah, it's I don't know why it's bomb. It's artistic. <laughs> it's a penis. It's inherently funny. <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Super underrated good. movie. So good. Agreed. I'm almost caught up on the Expanse. I just finished Ooh. season four. Did awesome. you see the? Did you see the one where a drummer says not everything? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't know. It was great. <laughs> Send me the clip. I assume, I assume it's on YouTube. Uh, no, I I watched some DC Nation shorts, most of which were bad. But I think you guys should watch the one that that's deaf. Like wait, hold on. Just to go back to the expanse for yeah. Just to go back to the expanse for a second. Uh, okay. so there's the, drummer does the classic Star Wars again move. Where she looks back at a character, she says goodbye to a character. I won't say who for the sake of spoilers. Uh, looks back at them wistfully, and the implication being that they're going to die, and then they do. and then they do. They <laughs> do. She's like goodbye, walk away, turn it, turn back and look, and then they and then the character dies later. I just got a funny feeling like I'm not going to see her again. That's right, and then that he totally does Wars? see her again. <laughs> it is from Star Wars. It's in from Return of the Jedi. Oh, who dies? Uh, Nobody, but in the original cut, Lando was, and the Falcon were supposed to blow up. Oh. So that's why Han says, I have the feeling I'm never going to see her again. Because he's, not, he's supposed to not. Oh. So it's the opposite of Star Wars if they do actually die. Right. The Star Warsian move would be to chicken out and not kill off the character. Just except like Chewbacca in except the, the Rise of Skywalker. Except nobody in Star Wars ever has a feeling about something and then is wrong about it. Except <laughs> for the, at that one time. What time is that? But Han feels like he's never going to see the Falcon again. Oh. His force powers suck. Well. He's only force sensitive. Yeah, he only has ability three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's allowed to be wrong about his feelings. But like, Luke's like, Honestly, I mean, Leia's, Leia's like, he's alive, I can feel it. You know, she was right about that. There is good in you, I can feel it. He was right about that. Okay, yeah, we got it. I trust I made my point. <laughs> yep, you have very well and succinctly. Reddit that recently had that commentary on that where they're like, it's um kind of ridiculous that he just like, he's like killed Palpatine because his son was about to die and everyone's like, yep, he was a good guy to the core. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's the one thing that Darth Vader oh, did Darth that was Vader? bad. Yeah, so it, yeah, so yeah. He's like directly protecting his own self-interest, and people are like, "What a hero!" Yeah, he only cares about himself. Yeah, I agree. It's well, not a big I, redemption after everything he's done. He has to be a force ghost. That's sort of like Jedi I know. Hat. That's why it's ridiculous. He saves one person. Yeah. For, for someone just then he becomes a good guy. He goes back to the light side and lives forever as a force hey, ghost. Should I, should I, should it's I like Christianity. Comic I saw about this morning. Wait, is that what the same comic we're talking about? <laughs> I uh, probably. I don't know. Uh, like, what comic are you okay, talking so about? It was, it's it a, comic a comic yeah. that's an allegory for Star Wars where Goring kills Hitler to save his son 
And they're like, wow, Goring, Goring you're a great, yeah, Goring, you're a great guy. And yeah, then that's like, it. no, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. So that's like, true. Star Wars, not super realistic. Return <laughs> <laughs> of the Jedi, objectively the weakest of the three. Also, it's like if they had paraded Darth Vader through like the streets of Endor, I don't think everyone would be lining up to slap him on the back. But we, the audience, know that there's good in him. Because we see him through Luke's eyes. Yeah, and the, the dark side is framed as... Mm-hmm. As, as um, something influence. bigger than just, oh, you know, someone is someone is a bad he person. Was seduced. Person. Like, the dark side he, is taking control. He was seduced by the dark side. Absolutely. Also, um, it's, isn't it like kind of like Christianity, where it's like one good deed on your deathbed can redeem you? I would it know. better be one heck of a good deed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good deed. It's like confessing, confessing with contrition. Repentance. Yeah. 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 Sleep him, Zach. Sleep the Bob. Oh, where is he? He's, He's right around the corner. He seems, he seems to smile and say, Repaint him thin no more. Anyway, anything else you guys wanted to talk about? <laughs> okay, wait. Watch Death. It's based on the Neil Gaiman character. And the story is really another, weird. <laughs> another another character that everybody inexplicably loves. I don't know why. Who death? Because she's cute. She's a cute goth girl. She's a she's a cutie patootie. That's right. Yeah. And she kind of has cool stuff to say. I remember really liking the two dedicated death stories. Well, she's like cool and like she's like cool and edgy. She's cool and like she's like death's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you don't have a choice. You're, you're dead. Like, there's no negotiating with me, but I'm not going to be, like, a dick about it. Yeah. I, I was reading uh, Our World's of War with Alan. I was like, Allison, listen, there's a part that I need to explain to you because they don't really explain it. So in uh-huh. this universe, death is an actual character and he rides around <laughs> on skis. I'm not making that up. And she's like, go. really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. Yeah, I remember that in Our World's at War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about Rock of Ages? He shows up there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, any more Easter eggs we didn't cover? The other two pages worth. Uh, Zach, let's back it on up. They got me. <laughs> Message unclear. Attacked. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, can oh, I do the sign off? Anything else you want to talk about? Can I do the sign off? I assume Nothing no one's else to talk about, sir. Jay? Hi, we're attacking. Or are you mad at us? My situation is excellent. I'm attacking. <laughs> yeah, go. We got two picks. Uh, I was trying to push the, uh, what's it called? Cart. The, um, I, I'm no longer uh, Widow, so you guys are, or I'm no longer Winston, so somebody else has to do something about Widow. Sleep that Bob. Where is he? He's standing right next to me. There you go. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Thank well, thank you for joining us on Tuesday Night Gaming. Catch mm-hmm. us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Oh. All right. What's the plan? Oh.